London, 1835 Chapter 1 Impossible! He did not believe in love at first sight, yet his heart hammered in his chest as if suffering some sort of attack. No, it couldn't be. He was a numbers man, not into theatrics, not into emotions or personal dramas, or even women, really. Oh, he'd had his fair share of rows in the hay, and he'd even courted a few when he was younger, but the idea of marriage had always been repugnant, despite the ongoing pressure from his mother to produce an heir. But now, staring at the animated face of Miss Kitty Stanley, he was undeniably changed. He'd succumbed to one of Viscount Morris Stanley's numerous invitations to visit his London apartment. Though they knew each other from Parliament, they'd developed their friendship at Spencer's, the Gentlemen's Club on St. James Street, catering to London's rich and famous, where they often sat next to one another at the gambling tables. Morris Stanley had a gambling problem. Perhaps they both did, because surely Harry's interest in gambling was more than a passing fancy. It was a need. It fed him. Numbers were his best escape. But he didn't consider his habit a problem, because while Stanley always lost at the tables, he always won. Which is why the Viscount Stanley had taken a great fancy to Harry. He wanted to change his luck. They were sitting in his den, drinking brandy and discussing numbers, when the door burst open and Harry's entire world tilted so fully on its axis that he imagined he might fall right off the settee and onto the Viscount's worn Persian rug. Maury, guess what just—oh! The most beautiful young lady he'd ever seen had burst into the room, waving what looked like an invitation— she had thick mahogany hair, high cheekbones, and full pouting lips the color of shiny red plums. It was easy to deduce that she was Maury's younger sister, judging from the resemblance, but in every way he was average, she was spectacular. "'Forgive me, I didn't realize you had a guest,' she said, dropping a curtsy and flashing a brilliant smile at Harry. His heart stopped in his chest at the dazzling perfection of it. One deep dimple gave her an asymmetrical look that only enhanced her beauty. Her eyes danced with a spirit that could hardly be contained in a small frame. He wanted to stay in the halo of that smile for the rest of his life. Only when she looked back to her brother could he breathe again and make his body move to rise from the settee. "'Yes, Kitty, there's a reason why most people knock before they enter. "'I am conducting serious gentlemanly business here,' her brother drawled, swirling brandy in his glass. "'Once again the brilliant gaze turned upon him. "'Green eyes with flecks of grey and yellow, thick, dark lashes that curled alluringly at the tips. "'This is where I would roll my eyes if you weren't present,' she said to him in a conspiratorial tone. The hair stood up on his arms, to be spoken to, as if he were an intimate friend and not a perfect stranger. He ought to think it quite bold, perhaps even cheeky, but he didn't. He found it utterly charming. He laughed at her joke, stepping forward to make her acquaintance. "'Harry Westerfield,' he said with a small bow. She curtsied. "'Lord Westerfield, I've heard so much about you. What a pleasure to meet you in person.'
My sister, Stanley drawled. Miss Stanley, the pleasure is all mine. He took the hand she offered, her dainty ungloved fingers, feeling so small in his large hand. Is that an invitation? he queried, indicating the card in her other hand. Oh, yes, Lady Maybury is having a ball, and I came to beg Maury to take me. She turned big, puppy eyes on her brother. Will you, please, Maury? Stanley's lips curled in a fond but nonchalant smile. He guessed it was a lazy guardianship Stanley kept of his sister, which accounted for her lack of restraint, which Harry found so refreshing. Stanley raised his brows at Harry. You wouldn't believe how time-consuming and expensive it is to have a sister who is out. The gowns, the balls, the evening promenade in Hyde Park.